Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, Fightful friends. Welcome to the WWE Fastlane Prediction Show. My name is Stephanie Cheese, and today, for the first time, I am joined by Astrid Pizarro. Thank you so much for joining me, Astrid. How are you? I'm good. I'm kind of nervous, but I'm good. Thank you for asking me. That was pretty nice to. When I got that message, I was so surprised, but in a good way. <laughs> no, it's going to be awesome. Don't don't be nervous at all. Everyone's everyone's really friendly here um, at Fightful. We have a five-match card to talk about today, which feels like it really feels not enough because last week I was doing Wrestle Dream, and that went on and on and on. I'm not saying it was bad, but there was a lot. There was a lot of matches. The, the list was lengthy, but today it's going to be a shorter one. But I think it looks like a pretty good card. And because we're doing a shorter show, a shorter card, everyone watching live now like please get in your predictions send in super chats i want to know what you think is going to happen at Fastlane. um yeah tell us who you think is going to win each of the matches or any other surprises or other stuff that you think might happen during the show but for you astrid what is your excitement level going into this pay-per-view i feel like if i were to rate it i would say like maybe at like an eight or nine out of ten because i feel okay. like i I am used to NXT, so I know that I'm used to like the cards being this small. But I was hoping mm -hmm. for another women's match, maybe one with Rhea's championship involved in there. Something else for the women, because there's only one women's match is the only thing that I like about the card. But other than that, it looks really exciting to me. Yeah, I feel like I love a good B show. 
like I love a good B-level pay-per-view. For me, you know, I love the WrestleManias. I love the SummerSlams. I love the Survivor Series. I'm already excited about Survivor Series. Uh, but like, I love like a little B-show. It just feels like it's, it feels like a nice, easy watch. And yeah, I just like a, a good B show is perfect. And I think that WWE, like right now, um, I know you talk a lot about like NXT and WWE are really kind of in my good books right now as far as like what they're doing. Like I really enjoyed Payback. I really enjoyed NXT No Mercy. I thought that was an awesome show. I think they're going to have a great show like on Tuesday. You know, today it's all talk about like Punk coming in. We know Jade's coming in. Uh, and I just think like it's all good right now with WWE and with um, AEW as well. But um, with WWE, you know, I just I think that they're in a really good place. It like it feels like a good time. Do you feel the same, especially with um, NXT? Yeah, because one thing that I that I love about NXT more than anything is how they showcase their women. I I love anything in women's wrestling. Yeah. So to think about, it, I even counted it wrong when I was doing my review. They had four women's matches on a two-hour show, plus any segments mm -hmm. they had as well. So it's incredible to think of like how they do that on a on a two-hour show. So I love seeing that on a weekly basis. I love how they, you know, they give us anything with the character. And there's so many non-title views. Another thing that I love about it too, we have the champion. We have a storyline with the champion, but there's also other storylines going on. So. And you can see so many women throughout the show and it's nice to see so many women get interacting with each other in so many different ways. And I like yeah. having this, I don't want to say competition, but you know, to put it like that in, in, with AEW and WWE, but it's nice to see them kind of one up in each other because they all want to do something better, give us a better show. So it's nice for us as fans because we get to enjoy the better card in the end. Because I'm one of those that I'm already watching both shows on Tuesday. Pay more attention yeah. to what I see because I review it. But it, it'll be nice to just be surprised by both shows at the same time. I miss those days uh, when they were head to head of having to have two screens, like one on the TV, one on the laptop. But what you're saying about women's wrestling, like I totally agree because I've always thought that if WWE like want to bring the fight to AW, what they do, the best thing for them to do is heavily focus on the women because AW is not too great about with that like at all. And that is what a lot of people complain about when it comes to AW is like booking up the women. And with WWE, it's like they do a much better job booking the women. And it's like them focusing in on that, I think, that gives them the best chance. And you have NXT next week. And there's all these big stars that are kind of like John Cena's coming to NXT. But we know that Becky is the NXT Women's Champion. And Becky coming down to NXT has been such a big deal. And I just think it's a really good idea for them to like focus on the women. And Asuka's having a match in NXT as well. And you've got like Tiffany Stratton out there doing like just awesome stuff. And now with Jade coming in at some point, WWE, I think like, yeah, it the, the battle between them, it is good for WWE to like put, this focus uh on the women because so many people that are so hungry for like more women's wrestling and more women being seen on tv and storylines and if wwe are willing to do that which historically they have been more willing than aw then i think that's a great thing yeah that's definitely true now we because it is a small uh, a small card, we were talking before about maybe like adding some other matches to it, and I'm sure they will 
on SmackDown. And you guys watching know that, of course, there will probably be something that we did not get to talk about on this show because SmackDown, we're recording it before. Um, but yeah, I was thinking, well, as we were saying about women, it'd be good to have the women on there. Um, I was maybe thinking like after Raw, might they add like a Rhea and Nia match or do they want to save that? Um, is there anything that you could think of that they might want to put in on this card? Yeah, that's the only one that I can think about. I was thinking either uh, like Rhea versus Nia or even based on how the segment ended, just having Rhea, Raquel and Shayna and Nia on one match for the championship. That could be another yeah. thing that I see. And I don't know if maybe they could add some kind of number one contenders for the women's tag because nothing is happening with the women's tag division right now. So that's another one that yeah. I can think about because I looking at the card, um, raised part of the match with the LWO. So there's not going to be a US championship match. They mm -hmm. had the Intercontinental on Monday because they we're not going to put it on this card. So that's not going to happen. And other than that, I'm like, we're not going to see Roman. So <laughs> that's definitely yeah. off the card for sure. So I don't see anything else unless they add Rhea versus Nia in some way and maybe something for the women's side. Those are the only two possibilities that I see. Nia is not ready for for Rhea's Combat Sports Underground Network. We know that, but she will still get a match. <laughs> she will. <laughs> um, the only other thing that I could think of, and I think this is probably one that um, they'd want to hold on to uh, off on as well but given the ending of raw like a diy imperium like match following up from that but i think that they'd maybe want to build to that more that might be like a crown jewel thing or something but i was just i love the champa gunther match so much and then it was a really cool ending with gargano coming back and those guys getting involved that something like that would be good but we are just basically talking about raw things and smackdown is the show to, coming up but i i don't really see anything on the smackdown side that like strikes me that they could add yeah well, i couldn't think of anything else no so let's get into it let's get into the matches that we do have announced and let's start with the wwe undisputed tag team title with finn balor and damian priest versus cody rhodes and jay Uso, I really, and I thought I thought I'd never say this when they first started, but I really like the Judgment Day um, a lot. And Cody, genius that he is, bringing Jay Uso over to Raw um, to have him in the mix here. Who have you got for who have you got for this one, uh, and why? Uh, that one, I feel like most of this car is such a tough one to pick at this point. It is really it go, tough. tough. Yeah, I think it could go either way. But for me, I would love Damien and Valor to keep them. I feel like they don't want to get in trouble with Mommy if they lose the championships <laughs> right here. Especially to yeah. a, a, a team of Cody and Jay who not really are a team that just teaming up because of this occasion. And who knows how long that will last as well. So I don't see them winning those championships for that reason. It's not something that I see happening long term. It's like, I don't see a point of them getting those championships from them either. I feel like you have a high point with the judgment day and a great momentum going on with them. And I wouldn't want them to really lose that. And I feel like the only thing will be if they do lose and then we get a little bit of more of a rift between Balor and Damien that they had and they kind of stopped. But I only see them retaining right now. I think that this is a really hard one to pick because you have Finn and Damien that have been doing such a great job, like actual team. 
in the Judgment Day faction, but then the Judgment Day has a little bit of tension. Um, you've got Damien with the briefcase too. You've got all the JD McDonald stuff as well. So I almost feel like that we might get Cody and Jay winning, which I do think would be odd for Cody to like take a tag belt, you know, while he's on this journey um, to the main title. But I think for Jay, it would be good um, for him to actually like get something to be like, yeah, I made the right decision getting away from the rest of my family. Like this is what I can do on my own. So I think that would be good for him. And yeah, I f it really could go either way. But <laughs> at the minute, I am kind of leading to Cody and Jay, even though I think it would be certainly strange like they they are just one of those put together tag teams but i think it could do something for that storyline and also like for building up um you know maybe war games or something between those factions but that's this one for me is like the toughest one to pick and i kind of don't mm -hmm. want to see finn and damian lose the belts <laughs> but can you imagine how angry Rhea would be and mm -hmm. I think it would also work because Dominic her guy just won you know back the, the the North American title down NXT um so he's proven himself so it might be nice to see like these guys really let her down and see what happens there but it's definitely one that could go either way yeah and it's one I'm really excited for too yeah, I'm always excited for the judgment. Yeah, I love the group as a whole and individually too. So either way, I'm happy with it. Yeah. Next up, we have the Latino World Order. So we don't know everyone that's in this match, but we have Ray and Santos Escobar, Ray Mysterio and Santos Escobar, and Joaquin Wilde or Cruz del Toro, but or maybe not, maybe someone else, uh, versus Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits. So... They have to pick who is going to be joining Ray and Santos. Um, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like it could be a red herring and Ray ends up not picking um, Joaquin or Cruz and we get like Dragon Lee as the, mm -hmm. the team, which would kind of add to this tension that's going on between like Ray and Santos where Ray mm -hmm. is maybe being a little bit like a little bit shady it, <laughs> he's doing things that could be taken like in a little bit of, yeah. a, of a shady way um and I think for the win for me um I have to say Lashley and the Street Profits because I think that would just solidify that faction and I think they need it and I think given all the LWO drama that's going on it makes the most sense for them to lose and then we can amp that up but how do you feel about this one yeah I felt that too I just like I I was wondering who the third person was going to be for the LWO that's the one I'm like more, more than anything doubting because I also thought about like they know they had announced that maybe Carlito will be joining the roster soon. So I think that will be interesting okay. if he comes in, but I doubt they will have him come in on this pay-per-view. But I was leaning more like you on the other side of Lashley and the Street Profits. I'm thinking, you know, they're a new team. They have the Street Profits kind of more focused now that they were Bobby Lashley. So it's like, you don't want them to really lose that focus. And I feel like there could be some kind of miscommunication on the LWL side, causing them to get that win. 
And then furthering up the discussion of that rift that we have between, you know, Santos and Mysterio right now, which is probably going to cause them to have that one-on-one match at the end anyway. So that's why mm-hmm. I was leaning. like they have momentum on their side. And is that with this new kind of focus and then this new attitude from them? That's what I see. Yeah, I think Carlito um, could be a good shout as well of someone that yeah. like way you know way could pick too but yeah i think it's going to be a good match as well like it's a small card but it, it is packed full of like matches that i think are actually all gonna hit really well uh next up we have a women's match eo sky versus asuka versus charlotte flair want to take this one first who do you think is gonna come out victorious here this one, I was very torn between Charlotte and Io because I, mm-hmm. I know, I, like you said, you know, we're early tonight. We still have SmackDown to go and they have a tag tonight. So I'm guessing they will do some kind of rift between Charlotte and Asuka to keep that further up, you know, like happening during the match, which I think could be them focusing on each other and leaving Io in the middle so Io can take the win there. But on the other hand, I was also thinking of like, we see Charlotte being kind of like the queen of the triple threats matches. If you see her in the past, yeah. any kind of matches that, that have been triple threat that she has been in, she has won them. I think like, I don't want to say all of them, but I said like the majority of them, she has won them. So I was like, it's kind of scary when she's in a triple threat match. So I was like, I was thinking about that too. But I'm hoping that this kind of match tonight was one of those is like, oh, can they can really coexist even though they're opponents, you know, tomorrow. So I'm thinking mm-hmm. like they will do that riff between Charlotte and Asuka and then Io will be the one kind of like, I don't want to say stealing, but like taking that victory in the end. Because she also has the numbers on her side with Bailey and Dakota being there as well. So I'm hoping Io retains it. I, I love Charlotte. Don't- Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Can be wrong, but I don't want her near a championship. I really want other women to get opportunities there, so hoping EO takes it. <laughs> Yeah, it's really hard to like bet against Charlotte Flair at any point because she does win a lot and she does hold the championship a lot. And I really like Charlotte too. You know, her matches with Rhea are some of my favorite women's matches ever, but she she does like feel quite overplayed. And I think that Io is someone like a lot of us wanted to win the women's championship. And now that she has it, um, I'd like her to keep it for longer and show more stuff and then really play out this uh, storyline with um, the rest of damage control with the title still in play for her. So I'm really hoping that EO retains in this one. But since it's a women's match, shall we do a sidebar and talk about if we think that we are going to see Jade Cargill on screen on Fastlane because it's obviously been reported that she's going to be there. but is she going to be on screen? And if so, when or where are we going to see her? Is there any chance that she comes out at some point during this match and sets up her first challenger? Or how do you think the actual physical debut of Jade Cargill is going to go down? I feel like I think the best thing will be to show her on screen, kind of like they had done in the past with the takeover. So they show the person on screen. It's like, here's our newest like, signee. And then they show the person on screen. 
and like keep showing bits and pieces of her throughout the match i think that will be the thing because maybe we could have at the end somebody like charlotte kind of signal of like you know we can go against each other sometime soon that will be uh, seen something that i would like to see Oh, I was thinking another one that could be in a way kind of funny will be with uh, Cody kind of going towards her and saying hi to her because they know each other from before. Yeah. I think that would be another funny part if they do that. But I think it's best if you just show her on screen, put her name, her name played on screen and just say, you know, this is our newest I need Jade. And kind of we still don't know what she's going to be showing up to kind of tease of like she doesn't have a brand yet. So it's like, like she said, keep watching because you never know where I'm gonna show up. So I think that kind of go against against goggles with those lines of like you never know where she's gonna be at, and this is kind of like random in a way. She's still not in a brand, and I think mm-hmm. it will be a great way to like have the girls kind of keep looking at her to like, oh, this is a potential threat to us because we don't know what brand she's gonna be in soon. Yeah, I feel like they will show her on screen on Fastlane. But I feel like they could do something where she um, attacks someone who sets up a challenger. I do. I feel like Charlotte could be a good person. Like Charlotte loses and she does something to Charlotte because who better to go after at the beginning than uh, the queen. And if the queen doesn't have a championship, then you can get a win over her and it won't like affect any of the title pictures. Um, and I think that, because they have like shown these vignettes of her, like they showed one on Raw, and it's so strange with how they usually do things. Like they're so open with the fact that they've signed her, you know, like they've got it's all out there. Like we know she's coming when usually like they let things to be a surprise. So that makes me think, are they kind of doing these vignettes to explain to you who she is so that when she surprise appears, like we all already know. So I feel like you maybe could do something like after this match, um, like maybe attack Charlotte or something, or because I'd rather see her on Raw if we do get another match at it that involves like the Raw women, then she could do something after that. But I think either whether it is like w- what you're saying with showing her in the crowd or something, or whether she actually does something physical, I think we're definitely gonna see her at Fastlane, um, setting her up to have like her first match in Survivor Series. I don't think they're gonna they're not gonna waste her first match, I don't think, on being like a SmackDown on a raw. I think it's gonna be for Survivor Series. Um what Rhea is gonna interfere Cody and Jay in their match until Jade Cargill's comes in and body slams Rhea. <laughs> uh, if they get Jade Cargill versus Charlotte on a big pay-per-view, Jade will be set. I'm excited for her in this opportunity. I'm so excited for Jade as well. And I think that her first opponent, I think will be someone like along the lines of of charlotte that's gonna i don't think they're gonna put her first in with i don't want i don't want to name any names but someone that is like an easy beat or or gets beaten a lot moving on we have john cena and ellie knight taking on jimmy uso and sola sokoa this one i think john he was here for a good time not for a long time and he's not got long left. And I think his little present to the WWE universe um, is making LA Knight look like a star. Um, the fans are obviously still behind him. And I think he needs to be like put on track as we come to like Wumble season. So I think that Cena and LA Knight are definitely going to win this. And I think that LA Knight's going to be the one to pin. I think he'll pin. I do think he'll pin Jimmy. Um, just to make 
Roman even more angry. And then especially if Jay wins earlier in the night, he's going to look even better there too. But yeah, I think this has to be Cena and LA Knight winning. And I has, think this has to set LA Knight on the fast lane to whatever he's doing towards the end of the year. And as we get into WrestleMania season. Yeah, I was thinking something along those lines too because I was thinking having Solo and Jimmy lose here will be something that will make Roman more upset and kind of cause him to return yeah. as if like you need me to get those wins and if I'm not here then you're not winning kind of situation. And like yeah. you said, I was also thinking of like, you know, we have seen it with LA Knight. This is LA Knight's moment. You know, keep the momentum going with him that we had so far. So have somebody like Cena like endorse him after they win tonight. That'd be a great thing for LA Knight and keep the momentum going for him. And I feel like he's so popular right now. You wouldn't want him to lose because you're gonna lose a lot of the crowd if he does lose there as well. So it's like mm-hmm. I don't think you want that on a, on on this pay per view at least. You want to have you know the crowd happy and would have that energy with him there. So I definitely see him winning. Like you said, I keep thinking like Jamie's the one that's gonna end up losing. I feel like it's gonna anger not only Solo and even Paul Heyman there too. But at the end, he's like the tribal chief is not going to be happy with this kind of thing so i mean you you know you're going to hear something along, along those lines later from him and or even solo and i'm waiting for that moment that roman's like i can't be absent for too long because look at the chaos that's happening while i've been absent from from the bloodline <laughs> itself so i do i feel like cena and ellie and i are definitely going to win this yeah i think that th- this this match is definitely the easiest to predict because it would make no sense for these for like fan favorite John Cena and Karen found favor LA Knight to lose. And I think like they need um a nice, like feel good, happy moment. And Roman is he's he's due back. Like I think he is on next week's SmackDown or maybe the one after, like for sure. So that like let's give him something to be angry about when he comes back. And yeah, I think there's no way that John Cena and LA Knight don't win this one. For the final match, we have a last man standing match between Seth Rollins and Shinsuke Nakamura. This one, they've been they've been doing it a lot with Shinsuke, but it feels a little strange because he previously lost. You know, um, I think it kind of I don't know. I felt more like he could win um, the last time he had a shot. You know, a payback. But I don't know, what do you think about this and how they've been using Shinsuke and, and Seth Rollins reign as the as the non-Roman champion, as I like to call him? Yeah, this was really tough for me because I'm such a Rollins fan, but mm-hmm. the storyline has been building up, even with Nakamura losing in such a way that makes you feel like it could go either way. It's like it could be Rollins coming up on top again, or it could be Nakamura doing what he did on, on Raw and take advantage of the Rollins injury there as well so it definitely has to be torn because on one hand I see it's like you see what Nakamura did on Monday so do you definitely want to keep that momentum going with him and it will be something fresh to have him as champion with you know we have new contenders going so it'll be something new and you could give Rollins that time off versus at the same time I definitely don't want Rollins to lose this so It'll be interesting if he does come up top and just, you know, kind of slap in the face to Nakamura. It's like, even with my injury, I found a way to defeat you uh, sort of way. So it's like, that's what I've been torn about this one so badly. I feel like either way, it'll be great when you see it, because if we have Rollins, he's been one of those champions that he's been welcoming any contender that he's had. Mm-hmm. So if somebody else shows up after Nakamura, you know, he'll definitely steal the show with that one. At the same time, I feel like Nakamura's character cannot afford another loss unless somebody else maybe comes in and causes that loss. But I like not a clean loss, you put it like that. <laughs> so definitely torn on about it, but I definitely want Rollins to retain it. 
I feel like um, Shinsuke, they've been doing a lot with, and it feels like, you know, given his age and the tenure that he's been wrestling, that this feels like we're winding down on Shinsuke. So if you're ever going to do it for him, do it now. But I still don't think that he, I kind of can't imagine him as champion um, in that way. So I, do you think there could be a cash in like from Damien? That's another thing that I was thinking too. Is like I could the other thing I could see happening is like if they had the tag match towards the beginning mm-hmm. of the show to give us that possibility of yeah. Damien cashing in. It's like maybe Nakamura does win, but then we have Judgment Day coming in and beating him up the way they do. And we have somebody like JD Magdana adding to the numbers there too. And then yeah. Damien comes in and cashes in. So at the same time, Nakamura can say, look, hey, I got I lost because of a cash and it wasn't like a regular kind of loss. So that way he could get a rematch with Damien later on. So I think that would be something that would be super interesting unless they just kind of tease it and it doesn't happen, which will be another thing that could end the show that way, which I could see how, them doing as well. So I mean, to me, I, I love Damien. Like I'm Puerto Rican and I have my LW shirt on here too. So mm-hmm. I I love Damien. I pick him whenever I can. And so if I can see him cashing in, that'll be humongous. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like the fact that it's a last man standing match makes me feel even more like a cash in because last man standing is like a man will not be able to stand up at the end of this match. So what better time for a heel to cash in than, you know, when someone is completely down? And with Damien, like he's so cool that when he gets the title, he's probably going to be like a baby face pretty quickly. Like there he's, he's got that energy. Um, so I think if his last, like really like dastardly heel act is cashing in on someone, either Seth or Shinsuke, when they're just completely down for the count, he does that. But then him getting the championship um, really causes more tension in judgment day because all the men in judgment day are like, there's no leader. But if he has the title out of the guys, like he's, he has to be the one then. And that kind of tears him apart even more. So I could see Damien leaving, leaving with the title, but I do think if we're just going to predict either Shinsuke or Seth, I think I've now been convinced that it's going to be Seth out of those two, even though before then I was going for Shinsuke. I think maybe the Shinsuke thing is just that WWE thing where you think like they're really, um, you know, making, they're really going for someone like to do something huge with them like this, but really they're more just like the challenger for this period of time. So I think I'm going Seth. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's it. Like, that is the card that we have so far. But after talking through it, like, I think it is a really good card. It's just a little on the short side. But I think we'll get some more matches added. Um, But, no, it looks really good. And I think it's one of those shows, one of those B-level shows where because you have Survivor Series coming up in November and it feels like it's going to be a really big Survivor Series. It feels like a lot is a lot's going to happen that this, I think will set up some stuff nicely. So I'm looking forward to it. What match do you think is going to be your match of the night? 
I'm stuck between the ladies and then Rollins and Nakamura. But one thing I like about it too is like having a paperweight that is such short, like such a short card, it gives the matches their time for us to really enjoy them. And that's something that I feel like it will be needed for a lot of these matches. But I'm definitely stuck between those two because I I like how the girls were doing last time, but I know they I I want them to have a good amount of time on that one. And I know Rollins and Nakamura is probably gonna main event most likely and have a decent yeah. amount of time being a, a last man standing. So either one it could be the match for me. I think I'm most looking forward to the undisputed tag match because um I'm a I'm a big Balor fan. He's he's my countryman, he's Irish like me. And then I really like Damian Priest. And then I'm such a sucker for Cody. Like Cody draws me in. Um, and I like what they're doing with Jay as well. So I like everyone, you know, that much so much. And I think the other thing I'm looking forward to the most is like whatever they do with Jade, whether it's just her sitting in the crowd or whether she makes an, like a physical appearance or whatever. Like I'm just so hungry for Jade to come in that um, you know, I'll watch any show, any show if there's like a chance of her coming in. Yeah, that's true. Well, Astrid, thank you so much for joining me. And um, why don't you let everyone know like what you're up to, um, where they can follow you uh, and all that good stuff. Yeah, thank you for the opportunity to be here to do something with you too. You're one of those people that I wanted to work with for a little bit now too. Um, thank for you. me, uh, you can find me on my Twitter, which is like, it's there, Astrid Pizarro. Uh, my Instagram is Astrid Pizarro 20. Uh, you can find pretty much anything on my YouTube channel. I have past interviews and past shows there as well. And it's just like that, Astrid Pizarro as well. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, everyone go check that out. And yeah, thank you so much. Um, it was really nice to have you on. And it's the first time we ever done anything together. And I yeah. see you on Twitter all the time. So it's so <laughs> nice to virtually meet you um, and get to discuss the show with you. Um, and for me, guys, you can follow me on X that I think that's the first time I've ever said X instead of Twitter, because it's always in my head, like stop saying Twitter. Follow me mm. on X um, at Stephanie MG. It's on Instagram there too. Um, and you can go check out my YouTube channel as well, which is Stephanie Cheese Wrestling. And check out all the great stuff that there's going to be on Fightful as always. And everyone, enjoy Fastlane. And thank you for watching. And I'll see you next time. Bye. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.